there's a lot of sad stuff with happy, but right. but it's all part of to me the the yin the yang the the happy sad that you have to have one to be able to recognize the other. Welcome to Drop the Disc. This week's guest, Leonard Porkchop Zimmerman, otherwise known as the artist behind the happy robot. Leonard talks to us not only about his past, about his involvement with his documentary, the happy documentary, and being an artist in Augusta, Georgia. Because this this started out as five posters um, during an election cycle where everybody's being a real butt to each other. <laughs> You just heard him talking about his happy campaign, which started by him trying to draw, express, and deal with some very difficult feelings. What does pain look like? How, how did, what does a broken heart feel like? What, what does it look like? Listen to him talk about how he develops characters to honor people from his past. Yeah, the people that we, uh, we love and we lose, they're, they're always with us. And stay tuned for this. I'm going to go ahead and make this public, publicly known now because I haven't said this publicly anywhere. But um, This is a happy episode, but this episode has a lot of emotions, deep conversations, turmoil, but a beautiful result. Thank you so much to Porkchop Leonard Zimmerman for coming on the show. Porkchop, we really appreciate it. Your art is beautiful. If you guys are really interested in his story and want to hear more, check out more information at thehappydoc.com. Uh, check out his happy documentary. It's free and it's incredible. Thank you for joining us here in Augusta Podcast Studio. We really appreciate it. Without you guys listening, we could not do this. And before we get started, I do want to tell you our presenting sponsor for the year 2020 is Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. You guys may have heard us talk about Nancy Powell before. We can talk about her every single week because there's always incredible things to say about her. She is Cyber City's favorite real estate broker. She is the owner of Powell & Associates, a local real estate company. We are supporting a local real estate company on this show. And she has the trust, the personal trust, of both Chris and me. If you guys are getting in the real estate game, talk to Nancy at Downtown Augusta Broker. She's going to really help you get started. She's incredible. Great references. Great person great agent in Augusta, Georgia. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And that was a hard start with Drop the Disc <laughs> Podcast. We didn't even tell him that we were starting. We kind of just gave him a heads up. But we have an awesome guest, a very happy guest Welcome with us this show. week. Hello. And uh, with us this week is... Uh, Leonard Porkchop Zimmerman. A.K.A. just Porkchop. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so we have you on. You... you wear a few different hats and we're going to get into those different hats but but what is it that you are doing in augusta um well um as a graphic designer at where stewart i do graphic design probably a lot of stuff that people don't realize i've done and that's i kind of like people not knowing that i've done it but but then otherwise i'm just trying to make people smile and be a little nicer to each other and you're you're of course the the creator of the happy mural and the happy campaign uh, that's that's me <laughs> <laughs> and and if anybody hasn't seen it, definitely please go check out the Happy Movie as a follow up to this podcast. It's it's a really great movie that's based on on your life. It's a documentary. Yeah, this is my life. <laughs> yeah. Very specifically based on your life, it, as in you tell the story. But very well done as well. Exactly. I, um, when they approached me about that, the first question I asked was, "Do I have to be in it?" <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, they said yes. Every scene. <laughs> I was actually curious because you see some documentaries with reenactments. I was like, oh, no. Because uh, I, I, I had no idea what to expect because I was given a, an outline of what the movie would be briefly, um, but um, or, or in, in general. But then when it, yeah, I didn't see it until like four days before the premiere. Really? And I had a, and that was enough time for them. If there was something that I was absolutely against, that they could pull it out and and still have it done. But yeah, well, I, I do want to get more into that. But but we're gonna talk first about a lot of the stuff even before that movie. Uh, and and so one thing we want to talk about is you know you grew up you grew up in Augusta, is that right? Yeah, um, on the side of the hill, not on the hill, but on the side <laughs> of the hill. So right off of Heard Avenue. And you went to you went to Davidson High School. Uh, Davidson Fine Arts School. I was there from uh, sixth through twelfth grade, and before that, I was at St. Mary's and then East okay. Augusta Middle School. Okay. So, and were you born in Augusta? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, St. Joseph's Hospital. Okay. So like Deanna Brown. That's awesome. <laughs> and Amy Grant. Oh. Yeah, her name would come back up in a little bit. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Y'all <Okay>. stay tuned. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually curious. You went to Davidson. A lot of You're very well-spoken. A lot of people that go to Davidson come out. They seem like they're very polished, well-spoken people. My sisters both went to Davidson. Um, I'm curious, just from your perspective, like, did going to that school affect what you wanted to do? Um, um, I already, well, short answer, yes. Okay. But um, okay. I knew what I wanted to do because, um, and this here's Amy Grant again. Um, it was 1985. My sister was working at a summer camp. And she came home with a cassette tape of Amy Grant's Unguarded. When I went to go get a copy, there were four different covers with hot pink ink. So it was like, I was just like, whoa, mind blown. And then, and so, um, but knowing that I wanted to do that at an early age, going to high school, and my, my art teacher, Roseanne Stutz, she, she was focusing me on, on doing that because I, I had a very... So you were cover art. You wanted to do cover art. Yeah, I wanted to do album cover art, and I did, and I, I, I got to do that. And then, you know, um, music downloads, and the album cover turns into a one-square-inch thing, <laughs> and, it's, and then, you know, a lot of people, yeah, my, I became kind of obsolete in that. But I knew at that point that really graphic design was the road I needed to travel. Okay. What, what did graphic design look like back then? Yeah, yeah. And I say back then as nice and easy as I can, but oh, no, I mean, no, no, I'm no. just that's, curious. It was, it was a lot chunkier. Right. I, I think that's the best way to say it, because it, it seems like these days everything's more streamlined, but I remember there was a lot of copy, and, and, but, and also um, things were not on the computer. It was all more handsy. Okay. And, um, but but when, I was, when I went to college... Um, everything was just transitioning over to the computer. I remember um, um, <laughs> there was a program called Ready, Set, Go, which then I believe turned into Quark Express, which then um, th isn't used anymore, but now it's InDesign. So, okay. So it's, but, and I remember learning um, Illustri Adobe Illustrator 6, not Creative Cloud version 26, right. but, but so 6, that's, you know, 1, 2, 4, 5, <laughs> 6, that's the beginning, so... Okay, so so you went to Davidson, and uh, I believe you ended up going to SCAD after that. Yeah, because Miss um, Stutz entered me into a photo contest, right? And then I got a, um, the ten thousand dollar dummy was a mannequin I found in an alley, and I <laughs> took a photo of it propped up against the house with light coming through the fence on it. So it was like really dramatic looking, 
and I got a ten thousand dollars scholarship. So that's that opened the door for me to go to SCAD. And right. you were you originally majored in in photography for five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, because I, I figure if, if I'm going to the school because of a photo. Um, a, a, a scholarship because of a photograph, then my major must be photography. No, I wanted graphic design. That's, yeah. So, so okay, right now you're known for murals and, and a lot of design on really stuff that you're not known for, like like advertising campaigns. What what were you doing in Savannah? How do you get started? <laughs> All right, this is this is where when people ask my advice on things, I, 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 I tell them straight up. I'm like, you know, if you know what you want to do, Work towards that. If, okay. So, so as soon as I graduated, I was um, graduated SCAD uh, cum laude. For, or yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's I think right. that's right. Yeah, it sounds right. Um, One the, of the, the words make me want to giggle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the um, I was working as a manager at Blockbuster Video and a store called Tape World. So that yeah, and even even then, Tape World was an out of date name. A sentence that people born after the year two thousand <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> yeah, this pencil, this cassette tape, what do they have in common? Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, so, but then, so I, I did a year of that. But on Monday, I got a phone call from some friends of mine at SCAD who had an opening at the uh, there was a the, the graphic design. Um, it's the people who did design for the school, and the place is called um, Design Press. Okay, so and, like their internal design department. Yes, yes. Okay. So um, they needed someone who to run the DocuTech, which is was a magn- uh, glorified uh, Xerox machine, but it could it could it could you could scan a bunch of stuff in it, and then it could make books, so it could collate and all sorts of stuff. So it was it was back then that was pretty pretty freaking cool. So I was working right. the DocuTech. I did that for about a month, and then there was an opening for a graphic designer in design press. But since I was there, had a major in it, or had a degree in it, boom, I filled the spot. So it's like when you know what you want to do, you you find a job that will put you at least in the vicinity of where you need to be. Right. And you, it's like Plinko. You will shuffle down to where <laughs> you need to be. And hope to make that million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. Right. Yeah. So, so you're... <laughs> You know, you went to Davidson, you grew up, born and raised in Augusta, you go to SCAD uh, with a scholarship, photography for 10 seconds. <laughs> what what was your thought of Augusta? Um, what, what were you thinking about the city when you moved away to go to college? You know, it's funny because I heard someone else in one of the podcasts say it, but it's like, you think about it, you're just ready to get out of here. Mm. And... Um, but I have to say that um, hindsight, it, it's so, but that's that's a young mindset. It's right. like oh, yeah. everything else. You want to get out of anywhere. Yes, it doesn't matter where you are. Right. It's not as good as right. somewhere else because the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence, right. wherever that is. But um, when I when and I can get into this later. But when I came back here, I realized realized that this was the place. So so it's it's kind of those absence make the heart grow fonder type thing, but. Yeah. But I also think when I came back, which was 17 years after leaving here, I, I'd lived a lot. And um, you just realize what the, the things that you have in front of you. And especially, I think, because I fell in with the right people that I, that I had the ability to see these things. <laughs> By the way, Taylor, thank you for being here. We yes. haven't said anything yet. Shout out to Taylor. Thank you, Taylor Watts. <laughs> 
<laughs> Taylor Watts at Savannah River Brewing Company. Yoga with Taylor. Yoga with Savannah Taylor. River Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're talking about you being in Savannah right now, mm-hmm. and and we have to talk about the reason you moved to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, um, I um, it was. So I think it was, you know, it was, it was, it was 1998, which I know for a lot of people, you were eight. I was born a couple years before that. <laughs> what year was that? 98. Better yeah, luck I was with Chris. Se- You're better luck with Chris. Seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, um, so I, I had been dating somebody and, um, it was, it was, it was funny, but, um, Brian, he, he said we, we'd been dating probably at, the, we, at this point. We met in 98, and it was probably, no, it was, it was 99. He's like, all right, here's the deal. You're either moving to Atlanta or I'm moving there. And I'm like, that's easy. I'm moving to Atlanta. <laughs> so I found a job and moved to Atlanta. And, um, and uh, it was – at that point, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Because Savannah, you know, Savannah's nice, but I've, I've been there a decade and you go back now. I go back and visit. I can do Savannah in a day and be ready to not visit back for another right. couple of years. It's a beautiful city for that, and it's 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 a nice place to visit. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Happily ever ever. Oh, I hope so, they don't hear this. Well, I mean, it's not dissing Savannah. It's just I. I no, absolutely. I. It's gorgeous. Don't give me. Oh, and if you want to do real ghost stuff, go there because that's where I had. Yeah. <laughs> That's another reason I don't want to go back, or I don't go back that often. Because anyway, yeah, <laughs> we can talk about that later. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so you get to Atlanta, and you mentioned you started doing something. You transitioned from from this design. What are you doing that in Atlanta? So, um, oh, so, and, and this also, I I'd made I made a lot of um, job choices. Sorry. Based on um, money, and at, at that point, that seemed like it seemed like what I was supposed to do. So it was like a, a bigger title, a better title, more money. And, and by the way, you went to art school, which like a, a, a lot of parents would say, a kid that went to art school is not going to be making decisions based on big salaries or bigger salaries. Like that's it's pretty cool to be able to see some. You know, you're able to take this even in the early '90s when. Graphic design wasn't what it is right now, but it was something. It was it was significant <laughs> for the people that could yeah. do it. Yeah, and 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 I think that's one of the things I've been lucky about is, um, I learned early on that because um, one of the and I understand the mentality. It's like because I've been there, but you, when you're a little cocky or a lot cocky and you think, oh, I'll do my own style and everybody will want my style. Baloney! You need to be able to blend in, and then be able to do your own thing. But if you can blend in, and and like, if some brand has this look that they do, then you do that look. You that's, don't. That's something that struck me that you said in the documentary was, it, <laughs> I could I could be a hipster if I want to be a hipster. I just don't always want to be a hipster. Well, it's like it's, and that's the thing is being able to to see a style or a trend and being able to figure out what what makes it work, but then. Either do it or don't do it when you need to. Right, and and that's I think that's one of the things that has made me able to go as far as I, I do or as I can is that I can do my own thing right there, like on the the Blanky Kong the can. Blanky Kong can. But then I can I can you know riff on something else completely different or, or whatever's appropriate. That's the thing. Whatever your design you're doing needs to be appropriate. So, so in Atlanta, I, though, what mm-hmm. were you designing in Atlanta? 
Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear this. So, and, and, and I, so, I was sold a bill of goods. That wasn't exactly what it was when I got there. So there was a new company that had started, and I had been following the, the head designer there, and his work, I was just like, wow. It was so wow. And then when I went to work there, it wasn't that at all. And it was, it was, it, it, it was one of those instances where I, um, I, my boss stopped showing up because he didn't like being there. Okay. Yes. That's bad. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so, so when my boss stopped showing up, it was like, okay, red flag, red flag. I, I'm glad I was able to pay attention to red flags. But um, um, we, uh, so I started looking for another job. And um, it's really funny. This, this one friend of mine, Emily Caps. every, oh, I need to send her a text message. Um, <laughs> uh, this is how my brain works. I'll keep that in the podcast so you can hear it and then remind yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, please do. <laughs> um, um, it was funny. So I went and applied to this one place that was literally around the corner from where I was working, which oh, which was next to a strip club called Girls Are Fun. Um, <laughs> Great. Yeah, random thing. <laughs> Girls Are Fun, said the gay man. Marketing. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I went to work at this place called Adair Green, and um, I and they had a pharmaceutical side and a um, consumer side. So um, I, I kind of straddled the fence. I, I hopped both sides. Um, which is kind of funny all in itself, but um, the um, so I was doing pharmaceutically stuff, but then stuff for boral bricks and stuff like that. So nothing exciting, and um, I mean, yeah, it's nothing exciting. And then, um, and then uh, two thousand nine eleven happened, and I remember being at work, and that was about the beginning of things starting to unravel as far as um, job security. Because shortly thereafter, and I was, I was, where I was, I was completely billable, as far as my hours. But um, there's a mothership company that that um, had to, you know, get rid of some people. So they, um, basically, where I worked, they just fired everybody. So um, yeah, so so then I was unemployed. Uh, so that was the first time I was laid off at a big corporate job, and then uh, I went to. I gotta watch how I say this. I'll just say it. I was working for a sweatshop for Home Depot. But but I say it like that in, in that there were a bunch of people there, a bunch of people that were all doing advertising. And I don't mean that in, in, in a derogatory way, right, but, right, right. but there were hundreds of us sweating. There. Were you sweating? Well, I am right now. <laughs> but um, it just, no, I think they had good air conditioning. The, the seats were comfy too. I used to have a problem falling asleep in my chair because it was very comfortable. Mm-mm. But um, let's see. Um, um, that was the second job I got laid off from in Atlanta, was the sweatshop for Home Depot. But um, so after that, I was just like, I will never, I will never go hungry again. Or, or um, <laughs> that was from uh, Gone with the Wind. Um, but that was the last corporate job I got laid off from, and I said I'd never work for another corporate company again. Right. So, um, and oh, and in that that time, um, we, we get all serious here. Uh, that's. Um, my partner Brian had passed away, um, so I think that was also one of the reasons I got laid off because my predictability or unpredictability became pretty predictable. The unpredictability understood, yeah. So, um, so I remember one day they called us all into a into a conference room, and I was looking around the room, and I'm like, old person, 
black person, gay person, redhead, all these different people. And I'm like, um, y'all, we're getting laid off. They're like, no, we're not. I'm like, yeah, we're getting laid off. They come in, they lay us all off. And uh, it was, yeah. Anyway, can't make any more fun out of that. It's not really a fun subject. But, but that's, that, that was um, started the need for me to come back to Augusta. Right. So, gotcha. That, that was a hard time. Yeah, it was, a, it was, a, um, that was probably, that, no, that was the lowest I'd, I'd been in my, my life. It was just emotionally, everything was, nothing made sense at that time. Um, you, you know, I, I want to interject real quick. And at this point, I hope people start wanting to really watch your documentary movie. One, right. one thing that I really loved about what you were going through is you're not alone in what you've gone through, but you were surrounded by friends. You were surrounded by people that loved you, and which is awesome to see that. When I moved back here, that's when I realized it, because I was in Atlanta a year after he passed away, and I, I was there alone. Right. I mean, that was, and so, um, so basically, when I depleted my savings and bank account and everything and and hadn't been paying rent and then the, my landlord um tells me he's like um we've sold the house you live in so you need to be out and it was just like so that was yeah but so coming back to augusta i I planned on being here like six months and then you know kicking it and um when did you come back uh 2007 okay it was um september 2007 and um yeah um Sorry, no, it's okay. It's all good. Um, at least I'm not crying right now because usually I am when I think about this. But yeah, and but like like and like my family said, and that, and it's funny because I didn't know some of the things that they had said until I saw the movie myself. Right. So, um, but like knowing that my parents were glad I was back, and um, and just that you know because those are those are really not good times, and right. and. And it's like you don't, and it's after the fact that I, I like I realized that you know everybody's lost somebody or everybody's dealt with these feelings, but then not, but I didn't realize that fact because it, everything just seemed like it was all the burden I was I was carrying um, until I started doing artwork that people were relating to, and that mm. was that was that was the big. I guess my big wow moment is that, you know, I, I was drawing these things. So when I moved back to, is it okay to talk about movement? Yes, yeah, we're okay. there. Okay, we're there. Okay. So um, um, I, I got a job at Phoenix Printing, and I'm so appreciative to them allowing me to work there because it was a type of job I needed. I needed something that wasn't, it was, it was graphic design, but it wasn't complicated. It wasn't like a big, big concepts or anything. It was like doing what some people wanted you to do. Gotcha. And at the time... I needed that. So it was like I could go in there and be on autopilot because my brain was basically flatlined at this point. So it was just, it was, it was getting me, it was kickstarting me back in. And so I'd, I'd do the eight hours there and then I'd take my sketchbook and go to Metro Coffee House and I'd sit there for hours and just draw. It's a great place to do that. It, 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 it is. It is. And, um, and they remodeled and everything, but it's still nice. I'm still. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah honestly. Yeah. That green wall. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, 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 that was that was not a diss. This, okay. No, no, no. I, like I said earlier, I yeah. like it when people have color on the walls. Right. So that's not right. a bad yeah. thing. We'll be right back with talking to Porkchop about the inception of the Happy Campaign. Thank you for listening. So one of really, really cool partnership that we have with this podcast is Little Guide to Augusta. And as um, restrictions with COVID get adapted in the area, 
I recommend you pick up uh, A Little Guide to Augusta. It's this little red book that is a guide to navigating in the city, whether you want to eat local, whether you want to eat local in Evans or go to Harlem, or maybe you want to be in downtown Augusta or in Martinez. They've got all the F&B in there. They've got all the places to go out. They've got great uh, activities for the family. Guys, I want you to check out Little Guide to Augusta. So, okay, <laughs> you moved back to Augusta yeah. and, and you started you started doing this art. What what happened? Because you were going to leave in six months. And, and well, in six months, within six months, I had to get a job. So, <laughs> so then, you know, can't exactly leave when, you know, I'm, but it, like I said, it, it, I fell in with the right people. So I, I, I came back, I'm doing the basically artist therapy to keep me alive thing and um, drawing every day. And then, and then I'm thinking, and it's like the music I'm listening to is like emotive music or or, or people singing about feelings. And then, um, and then I was like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I could draw what this song makes me feel and then draw abstract things that, you know, like drawing, drawing your feelings. What, what does, what does that look like? But then, but then, you know, so what does pain look like? How, how did, what does a broken heart feel like? What, what does it look like? And, and, then, and then, then I remember drawing things, like drawing a heart being sewn up by like the little flying fairies from, um, not Cinderella, what's it? Peter like Pan? Cinderella, I think it was Cinderella. Cinderella. But there's like a blue one and a pink one. The fairy and a godmothers? One. Yes. Right, that's, yeah. that's Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, that's Sleeping Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. yes. We did it together, everybody. <laughs> Sometimes it takes three. Yes. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so like, um, then I did a painting of these, these, these little fairies sewing a heart back together. I'm like, those must be heartstrings, which is a random synaptic misfire or connection, depending how you look at it. But then, so I started drawing and then painting these things. And then, um, people, you know, saw those and but could see what was being said or the feeling that it was conveying. And I guess I had done it right because, even things that I thought were abstract concepts, people were picking up on them. So you say people saw them. Where people? Where people see them? Well, um, so um, well, me and the, the arts community. That uh, I remember um, seeing this thing advertised in Metro Spirit, and it was Art Forty Five, where where they wanted some people to submit their work to see who could paint live with them over the the course of um, a Friday evening, a Saturday and Sunday during Arts in the Heart. And um, so I I. Signed up for that. I met Jason Craig and uh, and Jay Jacobs, and um, they they were like, "Oh yeah, you um, yeah yeah you can um, get in here." <laughs> Did you listen to Jason's episode? I, I highly recommend. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was no diss to him. Actually, I didn't see it in the list, but I it's way old. Okay, there, there are seventy five plus episodes. We we were in like an old office on a much smaller microphone. Then, then I'll, I'll definitely check it out because <laughs> today I, I, did go, I did go through the list, but I guess it didn't go that far back. No, so, so you met Jason, and it sounds like, I mean, as far as the arts community goes, like you were in like uh, immediately. They recognized you. <laughs> Which, and, and uh, that kind of blew my mind because I'm, I'm like, to me, I'm, I'm a nobody from somewhere else. And, but I mean, I'm, I was from here, but, you know, that was a 17-year gap, and there were, you know, that's almost... But that that gap was almost old enough to vote. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so so by this point you're like thirty five. Is that right? 
something like that. Close. <laughs> yeah. No, and, Shooting uh, at a dartboard. Uh, throwing a dart. Yeah. That's. That, right. I mean, that's. I was. I, I was in my mid thirties, so that's. Yeah. Uh, uh, that sounds about right. And you basically start reinventing yourself through art. Yeah, and and which which. And I'm glad you said that and asked my age because, like, some people talk about how, well, I'm too old to start over. That's what I'm getting at. Right. So, so, so here's an example. My sister, uh, she had written for the Augusta Chronicle and all sorts of stuff for, for years since, since she got out of school, high school, college, college. Yes, college. Final Makes sense. And, um, <laughs> and so, but then she didn't write her first book until her last child left home. So that so that's like at forty she's writing her first book. I, I don't know how many books she has out now, but she's she has a whole mystery line and all this stuff. And I, I've asked her. What's it called? Charmaine Z Bracket is her name. And uh, okay, <laughs> God. send it to Chris. He'll post it on Instagram. Yes. I, I will do that. Yeah, I will I do just that. volunteered you for that. I'm yeah, sorry. That's, and, that's and, fine. And I feel Content. embarrassed that I can't say something off the top of my head because my brain literally blank board when you said that. Um, I think we're taking you all over the place, so I think you can be forgiven for this. Yes. It's okay because yeah, that's that's usually how my brain works. So so you're you're in your mid thirties and and you start doing art, but that you're still working at Phoenix Printing. It, yes, or 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 I might be, but I might have made the transition over to Warehouse, which was okay. Alex Ware and Daniel Stewart before they turned into Ware Stewart. Okay, so where um, was that? Um, that was in the old Board of Education, so it was um, on yeah. on Heckle Street, and and wow. and we were in we were in the um, the um, there was a vault or a, a safe or so, and I think that's where they kept all the records for all the students. Like, okay. and so that was our <laughs> conference room. So if you got that door shut with you in it, sucker, it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so that's why they moved. <laughs> and, and also, I want to say the size of the office was the size of this room and maybe actually about the size of this room and a little bit, a little bit more. So um, Be careful what you say next. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> Fantastic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they had nice hardwood floors. I remember that. And the walls were brick, and they were really pretty brick. Oh. Um, they got us beat there. Yeah, kind of. Okay. <laughs> but you have a great view out the window. Thank it you. Great. Thank you. Uh, Thank I mean, you. That's, that, that's... Save it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> So Weir Stewart, I want to talk about you working with Weir Stewart. I, I want to talk about the Happy Campaign, but there's you mentioned this earlier. There's so many things you've done with Weir Stewart that people may never know that you did. And I'm proud of that. But I want you to talk about a couple at least that you're willing to talk about that you that are just campaigns that you thoroughly enjoyed that you're proud of. And that people might not know. Right. Um, the Miller Theater logo and all of that stuff. Wow! Really? And that's and cool. Now I'm gonna cry, but um, no, there's there's several things that I've worked on that I know that them being something that I've had, and I have to say that when when I do something at Ware Stewart, a lot of people have access to that. A lot of people can. So it's so it's, it's not, not just you. It's, so I can't take, and I will not just take credit for something right. being mine. So there, that that is that is out there, but but um, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh yeah, okay, yes, uh, yes, uh, all uh, right, all right, I'm ready. I get the flatly hand thing, and I get really I excited. Love it. So I love it. So um, <laughs> so 
So some design things that I've been super stoked about. So when Tax Slayer moved in downtown, I was trying to think earlier, I was talking about places we've done stuff. So Unisys, the Unisys building over in the pink albatross. Over yes, there, yes, the, um, yes. Yeah, so so um, there, that was the first time we did like huge murals that were like digital, but then installed like wallpaper. But so there are a bunch of murals over there. And there's one, I think it's... um. Create your future or invent the future or something like that. It, it was like in a break room, and so I cherry picked all my favorite buildings from the world's fairs. So all the, so like the um, Auton, uh, autonomy, uh, some atom shaped building in the Netherlands. Um, is it the Netherlands? A uh, place where they have hot dogs. Never mind. Brain. <laughs> anyway, but but then I picked like the um, the Unisphere and New York. Um, some. Some buildings in uh, Texas. Anyway, so I cherry-picked all these really cool buildings, and so I made that the skyline of this and the, the backside of the, um, the Lamar buildings in there, too. And I believe I put Very a... Very nice. And I believe I put a, um, a um, uh, star... What are, what are those chandeliers from the 50s with the starburst? Well, I guess it's a starburst uh, chandelier. You know, the, with the... Yes. I have one of those as an antenna coming out of the top of the Lamar building because... Why not? Oh, and I think there's also there's also like a um, a zeppelin or something in the sky because, but but it's like invent the future, and I'm like okay, this is this, and always I always thought the past version of the future was so much cooler than our current future future. Right. May, yes, tracking. <laughs> so um, when people in the past looked towards the future, they were more optimistic than people now. Yeah, and and the future was always like wow, cool. Right. It might have been clunky, but it was like cool. Right. And I, I appreciate that. But um, so so when Tax Slayer had, um, re- was remodeling that building, we had the opportunity to go in and do all sorts of stuff for it. I think, I think we had 25 mural or pieces of installation that, that happened in that building. 20, that's a lot. Yeah. And so, so I got to work on like, so I got to work on the stairwells, which um, I get really excited about this because so um, I, I think there are four floors. My brain is, is a little foggy right now, but, but um, so I remember I'm putting the flood as the top floor. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. David and I took we a, did a tour. We did a tour. Of that they building. showed us the art as we were going. And that staircase is the staircase of history of the city, which is awesome. And so, and 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 the fact that we had access to all this like historical high resolution historical photography was just like wow. And then oh, and so next time you go over there, um, you'll notice on the fourth floor where it's flooded, um, and the people in their shorts. There's a little rubber ducky. If you didn't notice, there's a rubber ducky in the background, which <laughs> I don't believe existed back then. But when you go downstairs to wherever the swimming pool was, that rubber ducky's down there. So that's his tie-in. So, oh, they're, they're, that's so cool. you said you like Easter eggs? Yes. There are all sorts of Easter eggs throughout. I love that. Chris is going to be in Tax Slayer taking videos <laughs> tomorrow, and it's your fault. Spe- well, speaking of Easter eggs, all of your artwork has Easter eggs. And, I, yeah. and we're going to get into that later <laughs> on. Um, but yeah, so the uh, y'all, you did the artwork? Uh, I did like the stairwells. Okay, right. And then, and then some other things, but but it was since there was so much that happened, it, we we kind of like picked what we wanted to do, or stuff got assigned to us, and then we decided to figure out how to make it work. But oh my god, oh my god! So that used to be the YMCA or the YWCA. Right. So if you go in the basement, <laughs> this is my favorite part. Um, there are some uh, suits of armor going Y 
Yes. Oh, that's so good. I know. Was that your idea? That was incredible. We. I specifically remember we spent a lot of time down there because Chris used to work there. I used uh, to work there when okay. it was the YMCA. Okay. And he, yeah. was, he was going crazy over the yard. So and and so in the room of the swimming pool, uh, um, when you when you have something under the floor of where you are, like a swimming pool, right? you have to demark, there has to be a demarcation of that. So if you go in there, you can see where the swimming pool was. There's some, uh, the carpet, I believe, changes color. Yes, it does. Which I have a fear of internal spaces within internal spaces that are covered up like swimming pools. So that freaks me out, but, but that's, that's an irrational fear I have. And it's just, it is, but um, <laughs> just like going into a place that has a, an a exposed dome, like, Sacred Heart, with that dome mm. and the the big um, home of the Southern Baptist Convention, that place freaks me yep. out. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. I digress. <laughs> so, uh, but you brought up you brought up what we're going to get to next. You brought up your art, uh, and and a lot of this <laughs> is coming from one mural that you're really really known well for. That's the Happy Mural. Oh yeah, that, that which I found out because of the CVB was saying that was like one of the most Instagrammable places in Augusta, which blows my mind. Which, and, by the way, when I was in college, watching people take their graduation <laughs> pictures, uh, yeah, it, it it deserved to be on that list. And, and it's gonna only blow up once ta- <laughs> once Taco Cat opens up next door. Oh man, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that place. Oh, me too. Yeah. Uh, but but so I want nothing to... beats a nachos mama's margarita there. Oh, you yeah. said it. Had, it's to, had to drop it. We, dropped it. <laughs> Put that plug in there real quick. You're actually you're actually right though. <laughs> I'll be headed there right after this. <laughs> <laughs> so but you brought us these happy uh the the badges. You have this whole happy movement going on. I want you to talk about what that is. Oh, and here's oh, some you buttons. brought more happy things. Uh, um, the buttons. Yes. The buttons. So these are, the, um, this is the, I hate to say happy and COVID-19 in the same sentence because it's not, but so this is the face mask happy button. Oh, yes. I love it. And um, I'll give you all these. And I'll can we give, you, yes, Taylor. And, and uh, that's, that's the uh, Halloween one. You can get one of those at Tire City. Awesome. So, um, but, um, Talk to us about happy. What, what does, because it's, this is like a, a work of art for you, but it's also kind of a movement. And so how do those intersect? It's all right. So I'd, I'd, you know, when you're going to art school and and you're hearing about somebody creating a something big and then it just takes off, you're like, well, how can I make one of those or do that? And then right. there's no answer. There's no good answer because this this started out as five posters um, during an election cycle where everybody's being a real yes. butt to each other. <laughs> And um, I was just like, and, and, I, and I, I do feel this way. It's like, hey, if I can use my, my graphic design ability as a superpower and do something good with it, what would, or how, what would I do? And so it was, it was just a matter of, um, you know, so all right, I can design billboards, I can do buttons, I can, what can I, if I was going to advertise one thing. Like I to, have this skill, how can I use this skill? Exactly. And, right. and then, because that, that's what it came down to. I'm like, you know, everybody's being a real butt to each other right now. What can I, how can I, how can I spread some cheer? And I was thinking, all right, if you, if you, if I get more people to smile at each other, but if you tell somebody to smile, that usually just ticks them off. <laughs> So, I mean, that's, that's, it's, right, it's, right, right. it's reality. So then I was thinking, well, if you can make somebody think of a feeling, um, well, would it be what, well, happy? Okay. If I can remind somebody to be happy, this is not telling them to be happy. It is purely just saying the word happy. And maybe, maybe that can elicit that emotion in them. 
Um, so that's that's how that came about. So I put out five posters, and then I want to say that they um like I think they hung around a day or so, and then they started disappearing. I'm like, people are throwing them away. And then somebody told me on Facebook that they saw one of the posters. They knew I did it, and they took it home with them. I'm like, that's kind of cool. So um, I just <laughs> made some more, and then um, um, and then and then after that, I was like, ooh, buttons. Buttons are inexpensive. I can just make some buttons and just leave them places. So I would just I, I made some happy buttons and just like literally would leave them on a, a table outside of a restaurant or or with my tip at some place or it, it just like that. And then. Um, and then I think the next thing was stickers, and it was just it, it it brought me a lot of joy to be able to do that. So and, and it's unless people watch your documentary movie, they and they haven't stepped foot out of Augusta, they they would be amazed to hear that these stickers are all over the world. It's and that's the weird thing. That's crazy. And 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 and. and I, I think one one thing that helps is like the volume in which I I, I made them because. Um, you know, um, at the time I had expendable income because, you know, single guy, you know, um, it just it was. It, it, so you're not going on dates. You're making happy posters. <laughs> and I think <laughs> and we've stickers already stickers yeah. <laughs> and buttons. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, and and it just yeah, this and plus right now is not a good time for dating anyway, but um, that's neither here nor there. Stay tuned. There's way more happy talk coming up after this on Drop the Disc Podcast. So, guys, we got something really excited to tell you all about with Savannah River Brewery. Um, You might have noticed on our social media that David and I had an awesome opportunity to brew our own small batch beers. And David and I decided that we're going to do two different beers, and they're going to be voted on on which one is best. So come into the tap room try our small batch beers, scan the QR code, and vote for your favorite beer. We're just curious. David created a sweet pineapple session IPA, and I made a honey bunches of oats amber ale. Super excited about that. And what's more exciting is that they're our 2020 drink sponsor. So support local. Check out Savannah River Brewery. I guess what I what I want to ask next is, you know, you you come in here and and you know you have these newer designs that you're starting to do. <laughs> is this is this going somewhere specific? Do you think, or are you just go riding with it as as where it takes you? It's that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um, big, so um, I, I I do happy mail. So there's a PO box that you can send a, a self-addressed stamp envelope. And for those pe- people who do not know what a self-addressed stamp envelope <laughs> is, which I'm not, that's not making fun of anybody. I realize right. that's a generation gap, but um, that's an envelope where you put your postage on it, you address it to yourself, and you mail me that envelope in an envelope addressed to me, and I will send that envelope that you put postage on with your address on it back to you with stickers in it, and there's no charge. That just by you sending me postage like that right. that way, then I'm not absorbing. I'm I'm already in the negative for sending you stickers. <laughs> I'm not going to double negative myself, which is not right. a positive. Right, right. It so, is not. <laughs> so, um, but uh, and and I've I've been doing that for eight, eight years now. I, th- <laughs> I think I think that's a little while. Yeah, but but and and I have to say that it it literally does bring me joy to do that because if I can share 
some, if I can give somebody a little smile, then to me that's, that's, that's worth it. So I have a question. You know, it's an incredible design. It's simple. <laughs> it's great. And it's, it's a robot. Yeah. And, it, and I have to ask, you know, wh- where did the robot s- initially start? Because based on your documentary, that was some of your release sketches, you know, where it would get emotions out and whatnot. So why the robot? Because, um, well, in, in general terms, a robot can be anybody. It's neither male nor female. And it just, it, to me, that's, that's being able to speak in its purest form because you're, you're anyone. Um, that. And and also that particular robot, um, it was 2010, I believe. I was doing a show with. Oh, so that's I, I discovered the Beatles. Yeah, late bloomer. So it was 2010. <laughs> I was doing a show with Jay Jacobs, and um, called Hello Hello, which um, uh, Hello Goodbye Goodbye Hello, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that, but uh, a riff on that. But um, we did a Beatles show, and um, we just tried to explore just all their music and then do artwork related to it. So at that point, um, and this is, this was pre happy or it might've been all, well, no, it was pre happy because that robot head was actually drawn for a button that we gave away at the show. So Jay had a button and I had a button. I had two. I had one, one was, I am the pork chop, which I thought was hilarious. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, um, yeah, so so there we both had a button, and so when I did the happy poster, I was just looking through stuff I already had, so that I could just because I, I I thought that was going to be a five off five printouts right, and right. done. So 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 that this robot has grown its own legs and been running all over the world. That's that uh, that that's the surprising thing to me. That's five posters from five posters. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's mind blowing. I'm I'm curious about this. I want I want to ask you about this. Uh, you have a couple other characters, and and you kind of talk uh, you kind of talk about how each of the characters means something to you, in like these different you know people that show up in your different artwork. Well, c- can you talk about that? Um. There's. Now, usually when I draw a robot, there's like a boxed head robot, and um, I've, I've noticed that. So, 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 um, which I refer to as the Bakelite radio, but it's like a box head, but that it sets the the thought process for what the shape was based on. But um, so, the normal happy robot is a bucket of KFC chicken. Now you see it. I love it. Oh my gosh, I see it. <laughs> so that's so that's 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 the shape of the head, and then the other robot is um, any any and all of them. I refer to as Tommy. Tommy was um, a friend of mine in Atlanta who passed away, and um, I not at a good place in my head in Atlanta at that time, um, and um, I, I didn't attend his funeral, and I have regretted that ever since. So, so from then on, any rectangular Bakelite radio-shaped head is Tommy, just the end. Whether it's male or female, it doesn't matter. That is Tommy. So, that's, so there's different Tommies potentially that'll yeah. show up. Yeah, but then there's also like um, the Cardinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's probably yes, Richard. Yes, that's that's always Brian. Mm. So, um, and usually, um, at least the last few times he's shown up, it's all it's it's always a comforting thing um, that you know, still looking out for you, whatever, or or, or st- still paying attention. Um, cause, uh, yeah, the people that we, uh, we love and we lose, they're, they're always with us. So, um, that's right. W- was there any other 
characters there, you're... There's a uh, lightning bolt and a dark um, cloud. Yeah, that's... Um, so, in that... Uh, there, there are certain... I've assigned certain... Uh, certain shapes and, and objects to certain items in my life. And, and, um, and I, I did a whole series where I was putting these things in jars. And um, basically, it's like I'm, I'm filing them away, um, but I still can see them and I still know they're there. But, um, and, and, and that uh, particular shape, I know that they reference it in the movie or, or they allude to it being one thing, but that, that's, that's like a bad habit that I'm trying to get rid of. Um, and so that was that was the, the only way I knew to show it, or that was the way that made sense was like a, a lightning bolt. Um, and so yeah, but those were um, I think I think I think the first time it showed up was in a coloring book we did, and I think it was oh, and it was called a promise I won't keep. And so all these mm. things are like things I'm putting away, but I know that at some point I'll probably open that jar back up, which isn't a good thing. But 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 that was the subject for that one illustration. So before we before we close out the show, which I think we're going to do very soon, um, I want to bring us to this like positive point. I, I want to have this conversation about uh, the art community in Augusta, and and something that you've alluded to is putting on shows with people. Um, I think in the documentary they talk about you doing a show in Sky City, but oh, we I'm did sure, show there. That, yeah, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> it's not just one show. <laughs> that, Talk to us about how the art community has has worked with you throughout the years. So, um, I, 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 I do, I don't, I don't. Anything that I do, I do not take it for granted because every, 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 everything, every chance you get to do something is an opportunity, and don't f it up. Hey, I said it family friendly. I love Thank it. You. <laughs> but um, is that but, your four? Is that your four word um, creed? <laughs> well, I think another one's don't be a flake. <laughs> I said that, I said that earlier because um, because so many artists are considered to be flaky, and and don't get me wrong, I've had my flaky moments, and I think everybody has them. But but I think to be aware of that and to try to not be the flake um, is and and <laughs> I'm just I would love it for somebody to call me a snowflake because I'll turn it right back around on them. <laughs> but because you know, uh, <laughs> you're but, safe here. <laughs> I think anybody who calls somebody a snowflake has no room to talk there. Amen. So, <laughs> but but the art community, Augusta, oh, I'm sorry, I distracted uh, you. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm sparkles. Um, <laughs> the art community in Augusta, like, like I said, when I, when I... I feel like when I came in was a golden period, and not to say it's not there isn't gold out there right now, but um, we, we as a community, I fell in with the right people, and all of us were, were just... Doing what we did because we we enjoyed it and it was and it was real and it just and we felt like what we were doing was actually communicating and bringing people together and like with the the art what art forty five turned into artzilla and um, just I mean I've made friends through all of these things that it just and 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 just to see you know people grow and change and go on and move on to something else but I think it's nice that like I'm still in contact with those people and we've even talked about doing another coloring book which is that was I guess a decade ago at this point but 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 we like recently have gotten together and 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 started talking about doing it because I think I think we all all hit a certain momentum or place in our life where we became super busy with stuff because I know having a movie made about you I couldn't pay attention to 
there's so much going on. And then working a full-time job and and all that, it's, it's, it, 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 yeah, there's a lot going on. And even right now, it, it doesn't see... From the outside, it doesn't look like a lot's going on, but like they're, I'm spending a bunch of plates right now. So I have my full time job, but then my dad even asked, he's like, "How are you doing all this? Do you still work?" And I'm like, "Yeah, daddy." Um, and oh, like I'm like um, I illustrated a book for my dad. So talk about being <laughs> starting something late in your life. My dad's about to turn eighty, and this is his first book. And so I illustrated wow. um, Grandpa's 51 Rules of the Road. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> and, to him. <laughs> and, and to talk about Easter eggs, oh, my God, there's some Easter eggs in that book. So <laughs> anyway, but um, I, the arts community here, I, I, I have always viewed it as a mentality of we are the ones who encourage each other. We're not competing against each other because screw that competing with each other. If we can help each other or encourage each other, then we can all be better because the, 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 all of us working together makes things better as opposed to somebody trying to bogart everything for themselves. That just, yeah. And, and that brings us to this. You've kind of alluded to this. We're 2020. We have to acknowledge what's going on right now. Oh, Yeah. Uh, I'm, and like with Ware Stewart, I'm working from home. I've been at my house since, um, what month are we in now? October? <laughs> October. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, so that was April, January, yeah. April. Yeah, April. And so, and talk about not being good for your mental health. I, I, it's, it's really even trying for me. I know I'm considered the happy guy, but I mean, I would say for, for the first few weeks of that working at home thing, I spent most of the time on the couch crying. Which I know I'm, I have no problem admitting that I'm a crier, but it's but you know I'm I'm in touch with my emotions, and when stuff doesn't make sense, how do you process? Which you know, and then and then also by um, me doing like people knowing my artwork, I didn't feel like I could honestly communicate since people can read my language now. Mm-hmm. So I didn't use artist therapy this time, which was probably dumb. But at the same time, I fi- didn't feel like I could say it honestly what I was feeling. Yeah, if anybody saw it. Because right. I, I am an open book at this point. Is, so. is that important to you to have your own language? If, if, because yeah, in a, in a, that other people don't understand. Because if, if I need to say something deep and dark and anybody can read it, then I've just said it to everybody. But if it's just something I need to get out of my chest to me, then it needs to be able to remain between me and my sketchbook. Yeah. But... um. So I, I do feel in a way that, that um, I don't have that as a, as a form of therapy currently, but I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to deny there's a while where I was going to, and seeing a therapist years ago right after Brian died and everything. So, so I have no, no qualms or, or embarrassment about any of that because I think any time that you can speak to somebody about your, you know, those things, that's always good. And, and a lot of times that kind of condition will drive people to produce something that they never otherwise would have been able to. And I think that's what happened with me back then, definitely um, being able to, to communicate those things. Because I, I don't think I'd be alive currently if, um, if I hadn't been able to do that. That got real heavy, sorry. Yeah. I no, love it, we we want you to be able to do that. <laughs> we know we know that there's got to be some listeners out there that can relate to that. Hundred uh, percent. And that that's the and we'll take it right back to the movie. The only reason I agreed to do that movie was if if the stuff I'd lived through and had lived through, right. 
if, if relaying that story to someone else could help them with their journey and show them that, that cause the world is freaking incredible. There's so much cool stuff out there. And, but when you're in the middle of that, you can't see it, but knowing that there's so much more than that, that little bit in front of you, if you can just make it through there. Um, Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah. Keep going, right. get out of the other end and then just be like, Whoa. I think that's a song too, but I, I won't sit here and try to figure out what song that is. Um, I, I, but that actually brings me back to before we kind of got off this, the arts community in 2020. I mean, you know, on the surface, you would think that right now there's nothing going on and people are just sheltering and waiting. Can, can you talk about that though? What does it look like? Well, and and I'm and I'll, I'm I will admit that. Since from your perspective, of well, course. I, I know that there's a lot going on because, like, I've, I've been able to see people post their artwork online, and like, I know there's a um, Stacy Swider has an exhibit, a, a joint exhibit with someone who's now I cannot think of right now, but uh, the, the the Gertie Gertrude Herbert, I call it the Gertie Herbie because that's kind of cute, <laughs> but um, they um, that. that's <laughs> more fitting of the venue, honestly. The venue is very cute. Well, and, and I, I, I wanted to do a kid's shirt that said, I love the Gertie Herbie. Because anyway, that's yeah. But um, like I know that these exhibits out there that you can't really get into see, but also like the six hundred building. There's there's an art exhibit in there right now, and every first Friday there's stuff opened up for people to go see. Just with COVID nineteen, I don't, and that's right. that's that is nothing against anybody. However, like um, oh, I'm gonna murder her name, Francie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Francie. Um, she just had a show at Four P Studios, and I'm, I'm really sorry about butchering her name. <laughs> I don't think people can even tell that you tried to do her last name. <laughs> Francine, uh, it sounds like you did a great job. Well, and 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 I, and the other day, I was so proud because I, I like enunciated. I'm like, I can say it. Don't even try anymore, Leonard. Um, <laughs> But she she does these she does these incredible pencil illustrations of people. And she did Nina Simone, and when I saw it, I was like, I've got to have that. And and it literally, I think she had just posted it, and I was just like, and so she got me in touch with Four P Studios, and I like bought it immediately because I'm like, I have to own this. So there are people people are still making art. People there's still stuff out there, and there's still a lot of stuff to see. And I think the farther we get away from this uh, pandemic. And and able to get out more than right. people will see. But like even I know that like Westview was canceled this year. However, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I found <laughs> I, I was like, oh crap, they canceled Westview. Then the the thing I proposed isn't going to be made. So I posted it online, and within minutes I get this message saying, oh, and your project it got approved. And I'm like, oh, delete. But I just posted. <laughs> so um, but so. Um, so I have, but West Naboo is still doing the projects that um, people can view safely from, from, you know, wherever. That's awesome. So, so and the, the West Naboo Gallery is open and they, they have all the, you know, proper precautions, face right. masks, all that kind of stuff. But, um, so I'm going to have an installation on the side of a building um, that if everything goes as planned, and we're in the final stages of all the planning of it, but there are going to be some, um, well, it's called monkey business. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's going to be installed on the side of a building uh, in downtown Augusta, um, and then um, and oh, light bulb! I am, yeah. I I got to figure out how to word this. So 
I'm going to go ahead and make this public, publicly known now because I haven't said this publicly anywhere. But um, we appreciate that. <laughs> so right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. Here you go. So I received a Porter Fleming grant a couple of years ago to um, paint the J.B. White's water tower yellow and put a big happy robot face. No on it. way! I just got chill bumps, <laughs> and I got approval to do it. However, to do it properly, I was given X number of dollars, and when I got a proper <laughs> estimate to do it. It was X times like a hundred and something. Wow. So I, I, yeah. I, it was, it, it, I, well, I was $142,000 short of how much it would cost Damn. to properly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but so for two years, I was trying to figure out how to do it. And when I got the last estimate and it was 150,000, okay, there's the money. You can do the math. So, um, so then it was like, crap, I can't do this. And then I felt extremely guilty for even thinking of trying to raise that much because that you can do a lot of other good with that much money. True, there, right. I just said it. Yeah. Right. So um, I figured out a project that um, in December I'm going to do, and it's um, I'm going to be painting a block of Augusta, the backside of a block of Augusta, with um, James Brown lyrics, and um, I've already gotten permission from three building owners or wow. for for three buildings, and I'm hoping to add a few more because um, anyway, yes. So that's that is all in the planning stages but approval assuming and, assuming there's easter eggs as well oh man <laughs> oh i can show you pictures i'll do that after we get <laughs> okay, on okay okay um so but i'm using james snippets of james brown lyrics that are positive single statements that's super cool so because wow. it's uh well, i'm giving away the location too anyway so we'll just I'm, <laughs> i'll be vague from here on out but yeah i'm, I'm excited because that's it's like I feel like I've done nothing this year, but all of a sudden, all these random things are all hitting in October, November, and December. Can I ask one question about this project? If uh-huh. you don't want to answer it, that's okay. What street will the lyrics be visible from? They'll be visible from <laughs> James Brown Boulevard, from 8th Street, and from uh, uh, Green Street, and also Ellis Street. Heard. That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> Moving right forward. <laughs> <laughs> That makes me happy. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we drop the diss with pork chop. We also get an incredible, unforeseen, never before spoken announcement. And don't forget to stick around afterwards for Around Augusta with Chris. Hey guys, you hear us talking about our local partnerships all the time. And this one is a feature highlight, and that is the Clubhouse at the Cyber Center. The clubhouse is run by Eric Parker and Grace Belangia, former guests on our show, and Eric Parker has started his own podcast, Make Startups. In his first episode, he talks to Congressman Rick Allen and local entrepreneurs about what Congress can be doing to make life easier for small business right now. It's a really great concept. It's a really great episode. And he's partnering with Augusta Podcast Studio, so we have to give him a shout-out for that. Eric Parker, The Clubhouse. Check out more information about The Clubhouse at theclubhow.se. Type in The Clubhouse, period, before the S-E. Join. Check out their networking. Check out their small business development. It's a great thing that they're doing, and we're thankful for their partnership. Are we ready to tie this with a bow? Go for it. A nice yellow bow. (laughs) Awesome. So 
And, you know, yeah. I kind of gave you a little preface about this question, and you've listened to Hopefully. some of our shows. And uh, I've thought about this, and I'm, oh, I hope I don't draw a blank. <laughs> you won't. You won't. <laughs> uh, we ask every guest on our show, what does dropping the disc from Augusta mean to you? Or, or some other way to say it is if someone were to walk up to you and just talk negatively about the city of Augusta, what would your response be to them? I wouldn't slap them, which would be my internal feeling, because <laughs> because I've always I've always taken it personally when I've heard that phrase. But to me, that's someone who hasn't even tried to look to see what there is, because this city has so much going on, and there's always something happening. And and personally, I love living downtown. This is I wouldn't. There's nowhere else in Augusta I want to be because I can walk outside and there's always something happening. So for those people who say that, they just are not paying attention and not even trying, and they probably wouldn't be happy anywhere. Mm. So is that really That negative? was perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be edited at all. That was, that was like so concise, though. I'm, I'm very impressed with that. Well, he's been thinking about it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad it came out of my mouth. And you can tell. You can tell. By the way, a lot of people say they've been thinking about it, but you can tell within about five seconds of them starting to answer if they actually have been thinking about it. <laughs> so I appreciate that. And and if anybody was interested in viewing your documentary movie, yes, what is that yeah, website yeah. for them to listen? And there, there are two watch. ways you can get to it, and it's easy because I tried to make the the URL into a sentence. <laughs> I love so, it. So, um, so make my pork chop is the make my is the over overall website, um, and that has links to the movie, to um, samples of work I've done. Um, the pork chop store or pork chop shop is another URL, but um, but there's a link to that under make my pork chop, and the other one is. Um, uh, Happy Doc Movie, like Happy Documentary Movie. Yes. Dot com. So Happy D O C M O V I E. Dot com. No M O U S E. I used to love that song. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to end this on like a super positive note. I feel like you'll enjoy that. Um, you've had a lot of experiences because of your art and because of your career and the different places you've been. I want you to take us through one of your favorite experiences that you've been able to have because of your art. If that's okay. Um, uh, there go the tears. Um, there, uh, I, I don't know if I can succinctly say one, but 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 because of I didn't even mention TEDx or any of that stuff. And and TEDx. And, but so so I'll say and wherever this gets. Keep but, talking. Okay. <laughs> um, but but by putting yourself into. Out of your comfort zone and out of some place right. that you would, because nothing cool happens in the comfort zone. You're just there. But but I remember <laughs> um, when it was the the TEDx was was asking for people to to sign up and, and be right. speakers. This was the first year they did it. In... So that TEDx Telfair. So when was it at the library? What year yes. was this? Fourteen. Okay, I think that sounds right. That sounds, sounds right. right. Um, and I was dating this guy in, in New York, and I'm like, I'll impress him. I'll, I'll sign up for TEDx. <laughs> they won't pick me, but I'll say I did it, or I signed up for it, and, and they picked me. And I was like, crap. <laughs> so, um, so then I went, and, and I remember being there, and um, it was my turn to speak. What was your topic? Uh, being happy. Because <laughs> the, the subject was matter, and, okay. and to me, happiness mattered. Okay. So it just, it, and I remember um, 
that went from the green room, which was, um, so I had a mural in the library. And so I could, I was sitting in the green room and looking out at a mural that I did. It's in the, the children's um, area. That was probably nice. Well, it was, <laughs> they were taunting me. No, it was, it, 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 it was kind of comforting, but I remember, um, um, I remember walking and uh, as I was approaching the area, I could go to the left and go to the room where I was supposed to do my talk. Or I could go to the right and run out the door. And I <laughs> dumb of them to give you that choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and to think that, I mean, I really, I was having the flight or fight thing going on in my head and I turned left um, and went and gave my talk. And because of that um, and people seeing it, that's how the, the person who asked to do the movie even knew of my story was because of my TEDx talk. But also, but because of that, I got to, um, crazy stuff like going to London for a film festival. So I've, I've been in a lot of weird or in lucky places, but I, I'll say this and I'll end on this. I remember, um, I remember um, uh, Prince passed away and I did a Purple Rain happy button. And um, I remember it was a James Brown birthday bash, James Brown birthday bash at the Bell Auditorium. And Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings were there. And I wanted to see them so badly, so badly. And, but I was so physically tired because of some things that had been going on. And so um, a, fr a, friend, a photographer friend of mine, Judah, I gave him some buttons. And I said, if you see Sharon Jones, will you give her these for me? And so I have some photos of Sharon Jones wearing a happy button. <laughs> and... Um, Anyway, that was so cool. And then I'd written her on Facebook and said, they're doing a documentary. Do I have permission to use your photo? And I have, I have written documentation of her approving for a photo to be in the movie, which it's in there now. But it was just, it was crazy that all that got to happen. So, so then when I was in the St. Louis, no, St. Louis, no, Missouri. No, that's wrong. Um, they have an arch. I didn't go to the arch place. It was um, St. Louis. Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. Milwaukee Film Festival. It was a Milwaukee Film Festival. I got treated like a rock star there. And and that was that was the most insane. This is so wrong, but so funny. But I'm gonna go with it anyway because it's kind of cool. You have to. Yeah, and, and it, but just the, they were so nice. And then I got to see the Sharon Jones documentary while I was there. Really? While they were showing the documentary in Augusta, I forget. So it was like it was the weirdest thing for me to be there with it. And and but it was uh, yeah. Anyway, so but um. Did I answer your question? Yes, you <laughs> I think did. so. I you think did. so. Yes, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so but anyway, yeah. All of your art is so personal to you, because that's the only. Uh, if you don't have anything to say, then don't say anything. I, you know, because and then and but I, I do feel like I've created some artwork that doesn't say anything since then. But <laughs> but you know, it, it, like I said, it, it kept me alive and kept me honest. Well, th thank you so much for coming in and thank you for having coming. this conversation with us. And thank, thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thanks for helping us drop the disc. Hey. <laughs> Is there anything we can plug for you real quick before we cut? Oh, uh, crap. <laughs> um... Is the We Give a Shirt campaign still going on? Do we want to talk is, about that? It is not, but uh, and we didn't even talk about that. But that was, that was, that was a lot of fun, and the the, the things that I got to do and people I got to do stuff for on that was that was especially if you have a crazy, insane idea, but then could pull it off within a couple of days. To, I heard a rumor that you did most of those designs. That's that's not true. No, uh, that's I, not true at all. No. Okay. In the beginning, I took on more than my fair share because. 
that was how I was dealing with the whole COVID thing. Right. Is I, I I did a lot. So like the Fat Man shirt, I was like, instead of doing the Fat Man's restaurant, we're gonna do a Fat Man's throwback shirt. Yes, I love that. And and then the burger battle for Boys and Girls Club, we had Angus O'Patty, who's a fighting hamburger. Yes, Angus O'Patty. I figured he was Scottish. So um anyway, but um so yeah um we got to do that on a shirt instead of a Boys and Girls shirt proper because he had never had a shirt. And then lastly, but not leastly, um, uh, the Morris Museum, when it came time for their shirt, I, I do a lot of posters for the um, Southern Soul and Song. And um, that, that's actually one of the jobs I love working on. And so when it came time for the Morris Museum shirt, Southern Soul and Song never had a shirt. So I was like, why don't we do that? So, um, But um, uh, I can't think of anything to plug right now. Thank you so much for being here. All right, yeah. Thank you. Leonard thank you. Porkchop Zimmerman, an incredible artist, a very interesting person, very active in the community. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. Make sure you stick around because Around Augusta starts right after this. But before you do that, go ahead and check us out on Facebook, on Instagram at Drop the Disc Pod. If you have any feedback for the show, please send it to dropthedispod at gmail.com. And if you like the show, make sure you tell a friend because that is how we grow. And now with no further ado, let's get over to Around Augusta with Chris. Hey guys, this is Chris and welcome to Around Augusta segment. Again, this is a new segment and this is something for me to basically just give you news about the city of Augusta because that's what we're doing here. So guys, I got two things on the docket for this segment. First off, we're going to hit the lock and dam, the Savannah River Bluff. We all have heard that potentially the Corps of Engineers wants to take it down so Sturgeon can go upstream and... Uh, Unfortunately, if they do take away this lock and dam, the Savannah River pool will lower about six feet. And so we've all seen what that looks like, and we're not excited. So I've got a little update about what happened, what is happening now. Um, this past week, Colonel Jason Kelly uh, with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, the South Atlantic Division Commander, and Colonel Daniel Hibner from Savannah District, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Sorry, guys. Um they all met with um, Joe Wilson from South Carolina and Rick Allen from Georgia, as well as Mayor Hardy Davis uh, for the city of Augusta. And they're all having conversations now. It is starting to happen. And so I would keep your ears peeled and your eyes peeled on new developments for this story. And guys, I've got another thing. If you have not had a chance to go check out the North Augusta Riverfront Amphitheater, I recommend it. It's the uh, addition, the new addition to the Greenway, right next to SRP Park. They've got this great, huge amphitheater, and they're starting to bring in live concerts. Super excited. It is a partnership between Coco Rubio, friend of the show, and George Clausen's friend of the show, um, Friends with Benefits. And they're teaming up together, and they're bringing some incredible artists coming in so for example november 2nd driving and crying is coming into augusta georgia and they're going to play outside now we're in covid so there are only doing tables if you want to get involved and go to that event please check them out on facebook and uh guys i hope you have a great week hope you enjoyed this episode <laughs>